Well, it's another great day and it's really good to be back with all of you again. Now things have eased up a bit and seems like the curfew is easing up and people are moving around a little more. But we still know that normalcy has not come. A lot of people have unanswered questions. They don't know when it will be back to what it was. Then I would ask another question and say, do you really want to go back to what it was? Was it that good? You know, so today I'm going to talk to you about what is the purpose of my existence? Why are we here on earth? And I, I want to address this. I want to address actually three of the most significant questions about life. And the answers to these questions are very important to your life's journey. Let's pray and ask God's blessing and help. Father, we come to you and we ask you at this time, Lord, to be with us and speak to everyone listening through your word. Lord, we know you care for every human being. And I pray that you'll speak through your word. Let Dishan decrease and let the Holy Spirit increase. Lord, make our lives uh, become like you and change us according to your word. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. So today, like I said, I want to talk to you about what is the purpose of my existence. And here are the three questions I want to ask you. The first one. The first one is, why am I alive? Why am I alive? Have you ever wondered why you are alive? Right? This is not exactly a new question. In fact, it has been asked for thousands of years. Uh, the prophet asked this question in Jeremiah 2018. In Jeremiah 2018, he said, Why was I ever born? My entire life has been filled with trouble, sorrow and shame. Now there are probably times in your life when you felt that way too. Was I born just to have a bunch of problems? Was I put on this planet just to have heartache, grief and stress? You know, one man said, my life is a superb cast, but I can't figure out the plot. Another man wrote, I hope life is not a joke because I don't get it. You know, now these are tragic statements because a life without purpose is not a life worth living. You know, it is no coincidence that the suicide rate in our world keeps going up. You see, if you take God out of the equation, you don't really have uh, very many alternatives. We have many empty theories thrown at us. You know, one theory is look within yourself and try to find your purpose from within. You know, I want to tell you, if you look too deep inside, you may not like what you find inside. You see, it takes more than looking within ourselves. Uh, another theory is the purpose of life is just to stay alive. In other words, live as long as you can. Some say the purpose of life is pleasure, have fun, party hard, you know, just, just have a good time. Then another says that um, the life is all about the acquisition of things. The more things, more toys. Your life is measured by the things that you own. You know the problem with that theory is that he who dies with the most toys still dies. And so they, you know, these are not really satisfying answers. 
you know, you can go to any bookstore and find hundreds of books and, and they all give you the same basic approach. Discover your dreams, go after your goals, have some ambitions, dream big dreams, aim high, believe you can achieve, have faith, figure out what you're good at, never give up, uh, uh, involve other people. Now, now listen to me, those are all good advice. And they will, you know, if you do some of those things, they might even make you successful in life. But being a success and knowing your purpose in life is not the same thing. You can be a raving success in life and still never know what the purpose of your existence is. Why did God put me here on earth? You see, the purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment. It is far greater than even your own happiness, even your own peace of mind. You see, you were made by God and you were made for God and you were put here on earth for God's purposes. I want to tell you, friend, until you understand that life is not going to make too much sense. If you think that you are the author and finisher of your life, you know everything, it's all about you, you are in big trouble and you're going to stay confused and never satisfied. You got to understand that it begins and ends with God. Okay, now why does God want us here on earth? Why are we alive? Why are we on this planet? Is there a reason? Well, let's look at the word of God. The word of God in Proverbs 16, 4, it says, The Lord has made everything for his own purpose. It's for his purpose. Now, God has never made anything without a purpose. Every rock has a purpose. Every plant has a purpose. Every animal has a purpose. And if you're alive, I want to tell you, you have a purpose. If you want to know if God still has a purpose for your life, check your heart. If your heart is still beating, God still has a purpose for you here on earth. In, in the book of Ephesians 1.4, Ephesians 1.4 says, Long before he laid down the earth's foundation, he had us in his mind and settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. My friend, if you don't get anything else today, I want you to understand this. God says he made you just to love you. Yes, God made you just to love you. So let's look at why am I alive, right? What is the answer to that question? Because I was created to be loved by God. That's why I am alive. I am alive because I was created to be loved by God. You see, God is love. And God wanted to create something to love. So he created you. He didn't need you. He wasn't lonely. But he made you. He made me in order to love us. He didn't need you. But he wanted you. And before we can talk about anything else, you have to understand that the purpose of your existence is that you were created to be loved by God. That's so important. The second question is, 
Why am I alive? And then we go to number two. Does my life matter? Does my life matter? Now Isaiah the prophet, he asked this question. Let's read Isaiah 49.4. Isaiah 49.4. It says, my work all seems so useless. I've spent my strength for nothing and for no purpose at all. You see, you were made for meaning. And if you don't have a meaning and purpose in your life, and you don't know why God put you on this planet, life is, doesn't actually make any sense. Let me tell you a story. During uh, World War II, there were prisoners in a Nazi concentration camp in Hungary. And uh, they worked in a factory. And one day, the, the Allied forces, the uh, Allied Air Force came along and bombed that factory and blew it apart. So the prisoners had nothing to do. So what did the Nazi German soldiers do? Um, they got the prisoners to take all the rubble of that factory and move it from here to another field. The next day, they had them go to that field, take the same rubble and move it back to where it was. Up and down. One day from here to there, next day from there to here. It was just working doing the same thing over and over with no meaning and no purpose. Very soon, the prisoners began to go crazy. They began to lose their will to live. They began to lose their mind. Why? There was no meaning, no purpose in their work. Many actually tried to commit suicide. Why? 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 Because you and I were made for meaning. We were not made to just exist. God has a specific plan. I want to tell you, you and I were not created just to survive or, or for that matter even just to be successful. No, we were made to be significant. You see, there is only one of you, my friend. There was nobody uh, you, uh, like you before you. There'll be nobody like you after you. You know, God only made you that way, right? Because he made you to be significant. Because there is only one of you in this world, no matter what anybody says, no matter how many people try to put you down. I would tell you, don't listen to those voices. Listen to the Creator. He had a plan and has a plan for you. How do you become significant? You know, you, you, you do that by knowing the true meaning of life, by knowing how much you matter to God, and by knowing and living out God's purposes for you. You see, if you want to know how much you really matter to God, let's look at Psalm 139.16. Psalm 139.16. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. You see, that's how much you matter to God. He paid so much attention to your life that every detail was recorded in his book even before you took your first breath. My friend, he made you to love you. And the word of God says that you do matter. I say it again. I don't care what anybody else said. God created you because he created you first to love you and that your existence is significant and you matter to him. 
He sees everything in your life. The good, the bad, the ugly and everything in between. You know why? Because he still says you matter to him. God has extremely long range plans for you. In Psalm 33, 11, it says this, But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Now listen, the purposes we are talking about are not just for the rest of your life here on earth. They are for the rest of your life forever and ever and ever and ever. Because God's purposes don't end. God's purposes are eternal. So looking at this question, does my life matter? The answer is yes, it does matter. Why? Because you were made to last forever. You were made to be loved by God. And you were made to last forever. This life is not all there is. I'm sorry, if you're only living for this life, you're living a sad life. Because there is something much greater. One of the biggest ways you can waste your life is thinking all there is is here and now. You know, you heard me say this before. You're going to spend far more time on this side of death than you will do on the other side. On this side, you may get to live, what, 60, 80, maybe 90 years, maybe even 100. But that's just a drop in the bucket compared to what eternity is. Eternity goes on and on and on. The the time that you spend on earth really isn't that very long. You see, you were made for eternity. And life is a preparation for eternity. This life is a temporal life. Some of you are counting how successful you are, how blessed you are by everything you have here. What is this life? COVID-19 has actually taught us a lot of things about this life. Even what is important and what is not. Today the, 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 the designer clothes and the Mont Blanc pens and the makeup we wear and how we look doesn't seem to be uh, very attractive or, or very important anymore, does it? Because this life, I'm telling you, is temporal. This is a short life. God is talking to you about making choices here in this life because he wants you to make sure that your eternity is spent in the right place. In 2 Corinthians 5.1, 2 Corinthians 5.1 says, When this tent we live in, which is our body here on earth, is torn down, God will have a house in heaven for us. To live in a home he himself has made which will last forever my friend you want to know how much you matter to God well I'll tell you you matter so much to God he wants to keep you with him for the rest of eternity so the question why am I alive God answers it by saying I made you To love you. That's why you're alive. And then we looked at the next question. Which is does my life matter? And what is God saying? Oh yes you matter. You matter so much that I intend. On keeping you alive. For the rest of eternity. My friend you're going to be around. For a long long time. And the third and final thing. I want to ask you. The question is. How do I find my purpose 
How do I find my purpose? You know, David, the psalmist, the king later, says this in Psalm 89:47. Remember how short my life is, how empty and futile this human existence. Probably the greatest atheist philosopher of the last century, Bertrand Russell, a great Englishman, he said this. He was an atheist, but he, this is what he said. He said, unless you assume the existence of God, the question of life's meaning and purpose is irrelevant. You see, if there is no God, if you're just a freak chance of nature, then guess what? Your life doesn't matter. Whether you live or die is immaterial because there is no real reason, no real meaning or even purpose. Friend, there is a God. I am here to tell you with everything I have and with everyone else who believes in God and has experienced God and, and, and knows God and has, has life, uh, not just life insurance, which ends here. Life insurance, if you have, it ends here in this life and you don't benefit. Everybody else in your family will benefit. But I have life assurance and you can have life assurance to know that there is God. And God made you for a reason. He made you for a purpose. The only way you're going to know your purpose is by first looking to him. You got to look to him. You know, you got to know what the purpose of life is. I want to give you a small example. Okay. Look at me for a moment. So I have a few things here, right? I have a pound of bread. I have a nail. I have a hammer. And I have a saw. Now, all these things have a purpose, right? But, you know, and, and, and some of you know what the purpose is. But what if you didn't know the purpose of why these things exist? Right? What if you take a nail and you're using the, the saw to nail it down? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. The saw is wobbly and trying to hit this firm nail, right? Or, 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 or what if you... Take the hammer, right, and try to hammer down the saw. What a waste, what a mess. Destruction. Or to cut the pound of bread, what if you take a, a hammer and you say, okay, I'm going to cut the bread. Oh, that doesn't work. Let me try the saw. What a mess. You see, what a mess. When you don't know, right, why some things or what they mean or why they are there, life becomes a mess. You see, now here's the point. If you don't know something's purpose, it is likely to be abused. You want to know or do you really want to know why there are so many abused people today? I'll tell you one of the main reasons is because some don't know their purpose. When you don't know the purpose of something, it is likely to be misused or abused, like you saw in the example. The only way you're going to know the purpose of uh, some things are either you talk to the creator or the inventor of it, or you read the owner's manual. You talk to the inventor or read the owner's manual. 
Now going to that question, the final one of how do I find my purpose, right? The answer is you find your purpose by getting to know God. You find your purpose by getting to know the creator, by getting to know God. Listen to me, my friend. It all starts with God. Get to know the owner. It doesn't all revolve around me or you, humans. It doesn't start and end with us. So, you know, some people, we try to live like that. And I'm beginning to such a big mess. Then our pride takes over. Then we can't get help because we have already uh, tried to uh, walk in a, a place that we should have not dared to walk in, in God's place. I want to tell you, it all starts with God. Get to know the owner, the creator, or read the owner's manual, the word of God. You know, that's the only two ways you're going to know your, your, your purpose in life. In the book of uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, put 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 12 says, Because I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Here is Paul the apostle, the one who wrote most of the New Testament. Paul had been through shipwrecks, beaten, imprisoned, almost killed many times, gone through uh, terrible persecution because of the truth, not because of he was a crook, he was a great guy. He brought the truth and he, he ministered to so many people, but he went through all this and he says, because, why, why, why am I in all this mess? Why are all these things happening? He tells Timothy, his son in the faith, he says, because I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able to guard that which I have entrusted. I've entrusted my life until the end. If you want to know your purpose in life, start getting to know God. You see, the more you get to know God, the more you're going to understand the ways and the wisdom of God. And the more you're going to understand the meaning and the purpose of life. You're not going to learn it on some talk show. You're not going to learn it in some uh, uh, seance or through a Ouija board. Or, you know, you're not going to learn it even in a seminar. The only way you're going to learn the meaning of life and your purpose in life is to get to know God. So let's look at the questions again. The first one, why am I alive? You know, when you have that question, why am I existing? Why am I alive? God says, he answers it by saying, I made you to love you. That's why you're alive. And then when you say, does my life matter? The next question, God says, oh yeah, you matter. You matter so much that I intend on keeping you alive for the rest of eternity. That's why Jesus went to the cross, shed his blood, because without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness for sin. And, and, and Jesus became the ultimate sacrifice and said, you don't need to sacrifice anything or anybody else or even another animal. I am going to be the sacrifice. And I am going to pay the price so I can keep you for eternity with me. That's how much you matter to God. And finally, how do you find your purpose and meaning? by getting to know the Creator, by reading the owner's manual, by getting to know God. Remember, my friend, it's never too late to be who you might have been. I'll say it again. It's never too late to be who you might have been. 
you know, because God's time is now. I want you to bow your heads, close your eyes. Please don't look around, don't walk. Just reverence this time wherever you are. I want you to to consider what I've been saying today from God's word. Why are you alive? And to understand that the only reason is because God created you not to get you to accomplish something or do something. He created you to love you. He created you so he can just love you. Sin and the devil has messed things up and brought chaos into this world. But still God says nothing to worry. Look to me. I have a purpose. I have a plan for you. Does my life matter? Some of you are saying. Some of you are saying I'm a nothing. I'm a nobody. I'm good for nothing. You know, I'm not like those people or that one. I want to tell you, God only made one of you. You are important to God. I don't care what any human being says. It really doesn't matter. We are human. We 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 have we are so limited. God says, I created you to love you and I created you to have you with me forever. You do matter. Just let's get to know him. Pray with me. If you never given your heart to the Lord, I want to tell you this is not about religion. This is not even about a church. This is about you and God. Get to know God. Bow your heads, close your eyes. Pray this prayer with me and mean it. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. I need your cleansing. I need you to make me whole. Lord, you shed your blood on Calvary. Without the shedding of blood, There is no forgiveness for sin. Thank you. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me. Cleanse my mind, cleanse my heart, cleanse my whole being. I open my heart to you. I want to get to know you. I want you to be my Lord. And I know when you are in my life, purpose and meaning come to me. Lord, cleanse me. Come and live within me. Take over my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Lord, I pray for every one who prayed this prayer, whoever they may be, that your peace and joy will be in be their portion. Help them to realize they're not alone. You are with them. And when they get to know you, you will lead and you will guide. And when you lead and when you guide, you always provide. Father, I pray for everyone who has a need right now. If you have a need, keep your eyes closed. your sick in body you need a financial breakthrough your fear of the future maybe it's a marriage situation relationship whatever it is take your left hand put it on your heart raise your right hand to heaven and keep your eyes closed and believe in your heart because when you believe in your heart god is moved by your faith and your trust in him father i pray for everyone who has a need right now i come in the name of jesus and i pray that lord those who are sick those who have a uh, pain in their bodies those who need a deliverance from you a touch from you in jesus name touch them right now i rebuke sickness in the name of jesus lord release them and i pray that as they put their faith and trust in you you will answer and hear prayer right now Father I also pray for those carrying big burdens financially looking to the future debt and and those who have major family issues even lord uh, during this tough time and relationships broken and tears that have been fallen I pray in Jesus name that the healing balm of Gilead lord will flow through and touch their innermost being 
and you'll wipe away every tear and you'll heal and you'll lift them up right now. We give all these problems to you. Release each one in Jesus' name. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I told you earlier, you got to get to know God and I'm happy most of you did. If you prayed that prayer sincerely, God is going to lead you, guide you. And, and the other thing I said is you got to either get to know the owner or, or talk to the owner or you got to read the owner's manual. You got to read God's word. In these times, you know, you can't be running to this person, that person and no person, no pastor, no human being has a monopoly on God. God is God and God loves you just like he loves me. He loves me or loves anybody else. Right? So read the word. God will speak to you. There is no greater prophecy. There is no greater word of knowledge. There is no greater gift in operation than the word of God. The word of God is the ultimate revelation to you. Read it. Read it. A lot of people don't like to read it. They like to go here and there. Read the word. Right? Now if you have a, don't have a Bible... I'm telling you at the end of the broadcast, I'm going to ask them to put the, 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 how you can get this. You can text us. And if you say, I need a Bible, put your name, put your address. And we will send you free a gospel, right? A gospel is one of the first four books. We'll start with that, right? We'll send you one of the books of the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. And you can start reading that. And as you read, right, you're going to get strengthened and God is going to speak to you. God bless you.